Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. Oh, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest, deep in the woods, nestled between cedar trees and the beach, and I'm doing podcasts, and I'm doing life coaching, and I'm raising my kids, and I'm trying to make this world a better place. And sometimes expressing opinions that are not popular, and other times attracting the sort of people that uh, that vibe with me. And if you're listening to this, you obviously vibe with me, and I appreciate you being here. It means a whole bunch. Uh, it really does. Uh, you, there's so many of you that listen every single episode, and I really appreciate you. I just want to speak specifically to those of you. You, you beautiful son of a bitch. <laughs> thank, thank you for listening. It really means a lot. There's there's, there's a couple of podcasts that I do not miss episodes of, and um, I sometimes buy their products, and I sometimes buy some of their products through their affiliate codes because this stuff works, and they research it, and I'm going to ask you to do the same. If there's stuff that you, if you vibe with me, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to try um, ESS60, I'm going to try my bottle C because I know that there was a research study that said that it increased the lifespan of rats by 95 percent 95 percent you've heard chris burris on the episode before and he is one of the two guests on today's episode but if you dig this stuff if you want to live longer and you want to be healthier um, i invite you to take advantage of the promo codes that i provide to you so that you can get 15 or 20 percent off um, uh, these products that are going to help you be more vital and happier and and live a longer time fights inflammation specifically uh, my vital c fights inflammation kills viruses uh, improves longevity um, may prevent osteoarthritis it protects nerves fights obesity and metabolic syndrome i mean it is an amazing amazing product that i personally love and i take every single day and uh, i also rub it on my head because i am growing my hair out and uh, i've gone from buzz cut to um sort of old school hair that i used to have kind of in my 20s and uh and this i have no doubt that that uh, my vital C is helping me do that. Um, also, before we jump into this episode and I talk a little bit more about what we're talking about today, uh, before I talk about what we're going to talk about, let me talk about this real quick. Uh, you know, protecting your circadian rhythm is really important. Um, we're going to learn a little bit more about sleep in this episode, and we're going to learn more about stress and what it does to us if we're not able to recover effectively. And this is this kind of falls into the category of what you don't know could hurt you. If you're looking at screens until the moment you're trying to go to sleep, you probably don't realize that you're missing out. You probably don't realize that your sleep is disrupted. When you wear a pair of blue blocks and it's 10 o'clock at night and you really actually feel like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel tired. I feel like I'm ready to go to sleep. It is an amazing feeling to be able to prepare your body for sleep by wearing a pair of glasses the specifically the sleep plus glasses to protect your eyes from harmful blue light, you actually feel tired. I think so many of us actually don't feel tired ever. We feel alert, right? We feel exhausted, but we feel alert even into the nighttime because we're looking at screens and we have LED lights on inside of our house. The sleep plus glasses from Blue Blocks are absolutely incredible. And for all of my friends and all the listeners that have reached out to me that said, hey, I bought those glasses and they are amazing. You really don't know how 
poor your sleep is and how uh, how affected you are by the by the blue screens in the evening time. So go to blueblocks.com and check out the Sleep Plus glasses and uh, use the code OPP for fifteen percent off. They're not cheap. I'm gonna tell you, they're not they're not cheap. You can find you know uh, sixty dollars, seventy dollars blue blockers on Amazon and they're dog do. They look like they're stupid. They're stupid looking and they don't, they don't actually, uh, they're not, uh, clinically tested in a lab. They're not, um, they just don't hold up. Um, and they're not helping your sleep. In fact, they might actually be hurting your eyeballs a little bit because they're wonky, wonky lenses. These are tested, proven, effective, and so take advantage of the code. Use OPP and get 15% off. It's worth every dollar, and we need to protect our sleep. Um, on today's episode, we do talk about sleep a little bit. Uh, we have a return uh, appearance for Chris Burris, who is the, uh, the research scientist and the founder of uh, My Vital C, which is a C60 product that I just mentioned. And he is on this podcast with uh, Patrick Wanis, who is a behavior expert. He does really incredible things with people. Um, he's worked with giant corporations. He's worked. Um, he's based out of Miami, and he works with really high elite sort of performer clientele to help them get their mind right, to help them get their psychology right. And his approach employs a lot of neurolinguistic programming. It also employs a lot of really classic um, life coaching and personal development techniques. And you're going to get a ton of information from him <clears throat> in this podcast. You're going to love what he says in this part. In this podcast, we talk about, um, why the invisible monster of coronavirus is, is much more detrimental to your brain than you think it is. Um, specifically because you can't see it. This is, this is, um, hard to pin down and you listen to this podcast. So you kind of know my opinion on the coronavirus, but whether it's real or not, it is screwing with you. It's screwing with me too. And so as, as we, as we think about how to navigate through this weird time, we have to do what we have to do in order to take control of our lives, take control of our emotions and our brain. People's sleep have been impacted because of the psychological impact of the pandemic. It's a big deal and your sleep is suffering because of it. And so it's this like spiral, this gnarly spiral of not enough sleep and then you can't handle your emotional uh, states the next day, and then you're even even further behind in sleep and and run down. And so we talk about um, all of these techniques. Especially Patrick talks about these techniques to protect your sleep and protect your your mental faculties, so that you can live to fight another day. Because that's that's all we can do is just be our best, and that's what this podcast is dedicated to. We talk about the way we can respond to challenges. Um, and how if we do not respond to challenges effectively, it affects our sleep. Uh, we talk about 1% of, of the population can actually deal with less than six hours of sleep. Um, if you go 24 hours without sleep, you're the equivalent of 0.1 blood alcohol level. So, you know, you can't drive if you're 0.08. And uh, if, you, if you miss a day of sleep or you get a really terrible night's sleep and you go a full day without it, you're basically um, inebriated. And that's scary to think about how many people are not sleeping very well and they're just operating their cars. Um, we talk about fear and anxiety. We talk about what media you're exposing yourself to. These are really, really great tips um, really practical information that will help help you learn and help you be your best. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation, and uh, Patrick Wanis 
um, is a is a is a very smart guy, and the way that he talks about the brain and the way that he talks about emotions and psychology is really practical and fascinating. So you're going to want to take notes on this episode, and uh, and go back to it a little bit later. Um, I'll, it'll be in the show notes, but if you go to myvitalc.com forward slash optimal performance, you can go to the discount codes for ESS60 for myvitalc um, on that page. Uh, and you can also get a free ebook um, to help protect your sleep that, that both Patrick and Chris have teamed up to work on. They're, uh, they're buddies, and they decided they wanted to give you a free gift that would be helpful to you. You know, it doesn't hurt. You don't have, you have to submit your email. You're not going to jump onto a list, but they're going to give you a free book, ebook if you want. Um, it's also an audiobook. So if you don't have time to read, um, you can just listen to it, <clears throat> maybe even after this episode. Um, Super excited to bring this to you. This is a cool episode. It's a little bit different. This is the first, you know, tag team episode I've done, but I'm so happy to bring it to you. And uh, I will, uh, I will tack on the special thank you to the Natural Stacks at the end of this episode. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Burris and Patrick Wanis. And we're here with Patrick Wanis, PhD and human behavior expert, and returning guest. Chris Burris, research scientist and co-founder of My Vital C. Fellas, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Sean, thank you so much for having us. Sorry to cut you off, Patrick. <laughs> this is exciting for me because I've never done a, uh, a duo um, uh, interview before. So uh, this, the, I love, love pushing boundaries. This is, this is fantastic. Uh, I, I want to I start with, you know, Chris, since this is your return, um, you know, when we talked last, you said, Hey, you know, Patrick and I are, are, are working on something that we're really excited about that we want to provide to people, um, as a service during this wacky time in the world. And, um, we don't need to talk about, we don't need to talk about, uh, the powers that be influencing our behavior and, and, um, uh, the conspiracy around this. We'll keep that out of this conversation because it's inappropriate. <laughs> People who listen to this every single week know my thoughts and opinions on it. So we're going to leave that out of it. But I do want to start out with what you guys have been working on because anytime, you know, experts uh, work together to, to create something for free to offer it to people at a labor of love, I think that's worth, that's really worth um, exploring really deeply. So whoever, whichever of you guys would like to start, I want to, I want to just know, uh, uh, what have you guys created and why? Well, let me start and then I'll, I'll pass it over to Patrick. What, what, one of the things that I would say, and one of the things that we're working to address, uh, is sleep and wherever you sit on the coronavirus and whether you should mask and all of the things that are out there and, and then sometimes very heatedly debated, um, you're probably getting less sleep. Right. And, and so this is something that really was born out of a, a, a quick conversation. Uh, Patrick and I have known each other for years and we've been very aligned on what our purposes are, like what we want to do and what, what kind of legacy we want to leave in our lives. Uh, and it's for both of us, it's a, it's a significantly positive impact on the people that we're able to touch, whether it's through, uh, through a podcast like this or, you know, through working with them as employees or connecting with them as friends. And that's been kind of the thing that's that's kept us together. Uh, and then, Patrick, I, I just wanted to add that because, it, you know, I, I am on a number of podcasts and the perspectives on pandemic versus pandemic or whatever you may, wherever you sit on the fence, it's still impacting your sleep. Yeah. 
And I would say the reason it's impacting your sleep is because when everything came to a complete standstill and there was extraordinary uncertainty, confusion, insecurity, fear, and anxiety, there was this invisible monster, which is known as coronavirus. Very different to being in a, in a time where you're worried about terrorism or war because there's an image of the enemy or the monster, the thing that could get you, the thing that could hurt you. But here it was invisible and it could be your best friend, could be your mother, your father, your child, your sister, your grandma, it could be someone close to you. So suddenly there's all this fear and anxiety. And then on top of that, what it does is when you're forced to be locked inside, you're cut off from people, you're now truly physically isolated and definitely socially isolated, and perhaps you start to become psychologically isolated, you have to look inwards. And for a lot of people, that was a very uncomfortable thing, and it still is for many people. Once you start to look inwards and you say, am I gonna lose my job? What about my career? What about my business? Will I be okay? Will this be okay? And then you start to ask bigger questions, which is, is what I'm doing of any value at all? Mm. What's the meaning and purpose? I've been doing this, 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 and this, and on constant, almost compulsively, obsessively pursuing my goals, maybe I'm ambitious, maybe I've got these big dreams. And suddenly when you're forced to say, is it what you really want? Are you sure it's what you really want? Because what happens if you can't get that? Who will you be and how will you be? And will you still be happy? Will you still find meaning and purpose? So everyone was forced to reevaluate themselves. And then you have the situation of couples and families into what I refer to as forced togetherness. That means you have to be together for 24 hours because no one's leaving home, no one's going to the office, or at the very least, you're going to be together for 19, 20 hours. Maybe someone's going to go out for some shopping, some grocery, or some exercise. And then that brings up all the other issues. And Jada Pinkett Smith and was talking about how, how she was affected by forced togetherness. And she says, oh, well, I found out that I didn't really know Will Smith at all. You've been married for 23 years and you suddenly say, as a result of this forced togetherness, I realized I didn't know who he is and I started questioning who I am. So that's, I think, a huge reason why people's sleep has been impacted because of the psychological impact of, of the pandemic of COVID-19. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's really well encapsulated. And, and, and each of us is experiencing that, um, to one degree or another. And because this podcast is committed to providing tools, solutions, ideas, things people can do, um, I, I'm excited to have you guys on because, you know, you, you guys uh, come from very different backgrounds, right? And uh, to come together to, to work on something that is so, that's sort of a meta skill, right? Like uh, if you can improve your sleep hygiene, um, that's, a, that's a meta skill that you can develop that affects everything. And um, so, I mean, whose idea was it for the two of you guys to get together and, and really develop um, a sleep protocol? I mean, you know, uh, a human behavior expert and research scientist doesn't seem like a really obvious connection. So wh wh why and wh when and how and why? Well, before I explain the story, you said something interesting. You said it doesn't seem like an obvious connection, yet I would say it is an obvious connection for the following reason that we're not just a physical body, we're not just a mind, we're not just a brain, we're much more. Life is experienced in four realms, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. 
So if Chris is the research scientist, is dealing with the physiology and the biology, I, as a human behavior expert, am am dealing with the emotions and how that also affects your body. So I think the two actually are very cohesive, and I think they weave together very well. Having said that, how did it happen? Uh, Chris and I talk on a somewhat regular basis. He's driving. It is funny. He's driving home, and he says, oh, I'm feeling so tired. I don't know what's wrong with me. I go, what? Uh, You do realize that there is a pandemic, right? Oh, yes. And so, therefore, there is a good reason that you might be tired. And I said to him, mate, you're not the only person that's feeling bloody tired. Every one of us is feeling tired for different reasons. The other thing I didn't even talk about, which is what I eventually created to address, is grieving. When you lose your job, when you lose your lifestyle, when you lose your routine, when perhaps you lose your career, people have lost businesses. There are shops in Miami, Lincoln Road and Collins Avenue that are just gone, like restaurants. And if you think of a restaurant, it's someone's dream. When someone opens up a restaurant, they don't do it overnight. They've been dreaming about this and planning for it. And often there are chefs, someone that's been spending years and years learning their culinary talent, creating a restaurant, and then boom, it's shut down. Not even because their food wasn't good or people didn't come. So there's a lot of grieving. Grieving is our response to loss or dramatic change. Dramatic change causes a sense of loss, a sense of grieving. So I was saying to Chris, we all feel tired. We all feel heavy because there's so much happening. And I said, let's help people because we're not the only ones experiencing this. So here's what we can do. And Chris obviously has my vital C, ESS60, which addresses sleep, immunity. Uh, it's antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antiviral, etc. And recognizing from my perspective that the way we perceive, the way we respond to what's happening is going to affect our body. It's going to affect our endocrine system, our fight or flight response, and then it's going to affect sleep. Now, you talked about the significance of sleep. This is the way I sum it up. The best preventative and curative medicine is sleep. The best, the very best preventative and curative medicine is sleep. When someone's sick, what's your first, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to lie down and sleep. That's your body telling you, this is how I'm going to heal you. You might need additional supplements and nutrients, but that's the very first thing you do. If you don't sleep enough, then your whole body is out of balance. And Chris likes to talk about this too, that we find ridiculous reasons to miss out on sleep. If you think about us from a different perspective and we say, we lock the doors, don't we? We lock our cars. Why? Because we're afraid of predators. We're afraid that someone might come and harm us. So therefore, the most dangerous thing you could do when you were a caveman or before there was all these walls would be to sleep. Because whilst you're asleep, someone can get you. Someone can attack you, hurt you, rob you, take take something away from you that's important. So why are we designed to sleep? And when you do all the research, you'll come to the conclusion based on science on science, that sleep is the best preventative and curative medicine. And this is backed up by decades of research revealed in a book by Matthew Walker, PhD, neuroscientist and psychologist, who also combined the two. And he looked at how does sleep affect your mind? How does sleep affect your emotions? How does sleep affect your endocrine system? And he talks about the link from the lack of sleep to Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, memory loss, cancer, and a whole a whole host of illnesses, including 
heart attacks, stroke, etc. Um, Chris is going to give you some great information also drawn from that book. But I think it's very important first to convince people that, you know, it's not better to stay up till 11 o'clock at night doing that one hour workout. It's not better to stay up at midnight till midnight trying to cram in that last minute studying or finish that essay or that assignment or that project for your boss or for whoever. You think it is, but it negatively impacts your body. And then what happens it affects your REM and your NREM sleep. Then that affects the way that you deal with emotional pain. Mm. It affects the way you process things. It affects your cognitive functioning. And now you can't deal with the things that you have to deal with during the day, which Chris gladly calls the horrible emotional sleep spiral. Mm. Because, because what happens is when you don't get enough sleep, you wake up the next day and you're actually less able to process the emotions that you're going to be dealing with. By the way, during this time, during this pandemic, those emotions are varied and you've probably never had to deal with a lot of them uh, for like Jada Pinkett. Like, like, who is this man who's in my house after 20 years of being married to him? So you're, you've got all of these new emotions that you're having to deal with and the lack of sleep causes you not to be able to deal with them appropriately. Now, it's even more frustrating than that because... It's great. Our cell phones have these two these two symbols, right? Uh, how many bars for connection and how many bars for what battery power you have. But when you wake up having not had enough sleep, you actually don't have any indication that says, hey, you're not in a good good position to be managing your emotions. So, hey, be careful when you're dealing in emotional situations. So you go through the day as if you were in total emotional control and you're actually not because you lacked that sleep. And Sean, here's another one for you. I know that there's someone watching right now who's going to say, oh, that's BS. I get by without six hours of sleep. I can go with four or five hours sleep. Actually, you can't unless you are that 1% of the entire population that can go with less than six hours of sleep. The rest of us cannot. So you want to be careful too because as Chris said, there isn't a really clear functioning system, a, measuring, a measurable system that says you're operating on 85%. You're operating on 72%. If you go 24 hours without sleep, you are equivalent in your capabilities to being drunk or having the blood alcohol level of 0.1, not 0.01, but 0.1. And you in, in Australia, you're, you're over the legal limit to drive when you're 0.05. In some states, it's 0.08. The point is, would you allow someone to drive you home in an Uber knowing that they've got a blood alcohol level of 0.1? Would you let someone work on you, a doctor, a surgeon, if you know that their blood alcohol level is at 0.1? And yet we don't have a system that says, hey, Sean, wake up. You just woke up, but you're only operating at 65%. It's as if you are 0.1%. It's as if you've got 0.1% of, of alcohol in your blood right now. So because we're not that, and because we're accustomed to doing what you guys talked about in the beginning, drinking the coffee, finding the other supplement to, uh, I'll use the word fake, or falsely boost your energy, you think you're okay. Because what do most of us focus on? Energy drinks, coffee, tea, something that's going to boost my energy. People say, oh, I can't get started unless I have coffee. Well, that means you're not getting enough sleep. You should not be relying on coffee for your energy levels. It means that there's something else that is off balance in your lifestyle, whether it's your sleep 
or your diet because you can also have an imbalance in your chemistry because you're not eating enough food. So therefore, you're, you're depleted of certain amino acids, which also contribute to your energy levels. So my point is sleep is the best preventative and curative medicine available. And Chris talked about it, and I'll repeat it again in a different way. There are two deep sleep states, REM, rapid eye movement, non-rapid eye movement. And during one of those sleep states, your brain works to blunt painful emotions and memories. Another one of those sleep states works to hold on to a memory, to build memories, which is connected to learning. So when you're not getting enough sleep, it might explain why the next day you're droggy, you're, growls, you're drowsy, and you can't think clearly and you can't function clearly, like where are my keys, where is this, what am I supposed to be doing? Oh, bloody hell, I forgot this at home. I forgot my laptop. I forgot my wife. I forgot my dog, whatever it is. <laughs> so the point is sleep is really, really important. And as I said, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual is the way we experience life. So look at each of those areas. And Chris and I said, look, for, phys for the physicality, we want to talk about exercise and meditation and deep breathing. But we also want to talk about what are the nutrients you're putting in your body that will help you to sleep, that will help you to deal with the stress. And then the thing that, can, that completely changes all of your chemistry and changes, and I'm talking about your brain chemistry, your hormones, your neurotransmitters, is your thoughts and emotions. Your thoughts determine your emotions. Your emotions will change your endocrine system. Your emotions will change the way that your body functions. Your thoughts and emotions will create the fight or flight response. They'll aid your digestion or they'll negatively impact your digestion. So you have the sympathetic, you actually have three nervous systems. You have the organic nervous system, which is just the organs. Then you have the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system, when it's engaged, is your fight or flight response, when it's engaged at a high level. Your parasympathetic nervous system is when your body's resting and digesting. Too many of us are constantly turning on our sympathetic nervous system, so we're in high stress all the time. And then we're overstimulating the vagus nerve, and that's why we get pains here in the neck, we get, we get problems with our stomach. We get all these different aches and we can't digest food. But if your vagus nerve is toned nicely, then you're in a, in a balanced, grounded state. So I said to Chris, Chris, let's talk about My Vital C. Let's see how can we reach people, tell more people about My Vital C, and let me see if I can help people to deal with the thoughts and emotions because I too was challenged with the very things that I put in this free audio book, which we're going to give to your audience neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now. So I did fall flat on my face and I went, bloody hell, I'm feeling really effing sad. And why am I feeling this? Like what's happening? I, I almost lost perspective. I did lose perspective because when the emotion takes over you, you can't see anything clearly. You have to be able to stand back from the emotion to understand what you're actually experiencing. So I wrote, neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now. It's actually an audio book. And I looked at the seven umbrellas of emotions. And let's just talk about the two that I know everyone's experienced. The first is always fear and anxiety. Fear because we don't know what's happening. To, look, four, almost six months later, we still don't know what is going to happen. We have no idea. People are saying, a cruise ship's going to come back? A nightclub's ever going to come back? A bar's ever really going to come back? What's going to happen to our Basel in Miami? We have no idea. American Airlines, for the first time, said, we're waiving change fees. 
I mean, it's extraordinary to me. That's a big deal. <laughs> Maybe the biggest deal. <laughs> we don't know what's happening. So that creates fear because of the uncertainty. Once upon a time, and a lot of our confidence comes from a sense of being able to predict, at least have some sense of a predictable outcome. We know, for example, listen, I got a job. I know I could get fired, but I've got a job. Now, you don't even know if you've got a job ever again. You don't know if you'll have that job again. You're not sure how you're going to pay these bills. You don't know this. You don't know that. That creates fear. The anxiety is a very vague threat. It's when you feel your world is out of control, which is something I experienced when it happened. And coupled with you tend to try to control something that you can't. You can't control whatever, whether you want to call it a conspiracy, a pandemic, a pandemic. We still can't control it. You can't control what the person next to you is going to do, whether they're going to wear a mask or not wear a mask, whether they're going to get close or not get close. There's all these things that we have no control over. And above all, we tend to have lost our control over ourselves. So we experience fear and anxiety. And in this book, I teach you, I give you actionable steps about how to deal with fear and anxiety. And step number one, you can only control two things, your thoughts and your emotions, because your thoughts impact your emotions, your emotions impact your thoughts. If you keep reacting to your emotions, if you keep feeding those emotions, then they control you. So you've got to take note of your thoughts and your emotions. And I think Sean is taking some notes right now. I am. The next thing you want to do is recognize what you can and can't control. Now, I talked about thoughts and emotions, but most of us fool ourselves into thinking, I can control my partner. I can control my boss. I can control my girlfriend, my husband, my wife, etc. You can't control them. Think how hard it is to control your own thoughts and emotions, and yet you think you've got power over them. Stop wasting your time with them. Here's another tip that I haven't given in almost any other podcast. Be very careful to the extent that you are exposing yourself to what we refer to as anxiety-provoking news, mm -hmm. articles, posts, comments, because all that happens is you're feeding your mind. You asked right at the beginning of the show, what did you eat today? And I really want to say, what did you feed your mind as well? Yeah. So you started the morning and you started reading all these articles, social posts, comments, chat boards, and here everyone's telling you how bad it is and how bad it's going to get and how much bad it's going to be. That's what you're starting your day with. That's the seed that you've planted for the entire day. That's what you're starting with. Great research done many, many years ago. They brought in a group of young college students and all they did was they said, and they watched them coming into the room, and then they watched them going out. They filmed them. And they said, here, just read these one-page essays. And each of these essays had words like old, decrepit, um, slow, weak. At the end of reading that, they said, now walk out of the room. How do you think they walked out of the room? Yeah. Exactly. Old, slow, decrepit, weak. Because those words have an impact. If I keep talking, think of a football coach. This is the best example. The football coach is pumping them up with words, with encouragement, with inspiration, with motivation. Then they come out. They're not just coming out with physical energy. They're coming out with psychic energy, meaning that there's thoughts, there's a vision, there's drive. So be, be aware to what are you exposing yourself to on a regular basis. July the 1st, 2020, I said, that's it. I'm not reading any more bloody news. Oh, I feel so much better. 
People will tell me when there's a hurricane coming. No. People will tell me this happened and that happened. People will say to me, did you hear the deaths went up by blah, blah, blah? Did you hear Miami's now the highest, uh, the, has the highest amount of deaths and ca- coronavirus cases in all of Florida, et cetera, et cetera. So people will tell me that. I don't need to hear it. And particularly, don't expose yourself to it late at night because particularly in the last 30 minutes before you sleep and the, last, and the first 30 minutes when you wake up, you're in what's known as a hypnagogic state. That means you're highly suggestible. So before I go to sleep, I'm going in my mind saying, I really enjoyed doing this today. I had great success doing this. I had great success doing that. Boom, I'm out. Mm-hmm. They're the thoughts that I'm planting in my head. So that's fear and anxiety. Um, let me add one more about the thoughts. This is the first time it's ever happened to me. It happened to me a few days ago. So finally, the stuff that I teach is also affecting me in a positive way. I'm having a dream, what you would refer to as a lucid dream. And in this dream, I'm running away out of this house. I don't know whose house it is or why I'm running away, but I'm afraid. And I know that I've got to get down and I'm afraid. And I say to myself in the dream, I say, it's just the thought. I'm not the thought. I went, wow, this is great. And I'm like, I didn't feel fear. And I, I hold onto the limb of the tree and I climb down. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hell, this crap really works. I'm doing it myself <laughs> and it actually works. Because it's a hard thing to teach you the principle, when you're having these thoughts, say to yourself, it's just a thought. I'm separate to the thought. I'm not the thought. I have control over the thought. I created the thought. I can create a new thought. Yeah. But it takes a practice to get there. And the reason that I was wowed was because I was sleeping and dreaming when I was able to actually do that. And so I'm like, oh, good. I'm getting greater control over my thoughts and emotions. Before I, t- I won't talk about sadness because I want Chris to tell you more about my vital scene and how powerful that is but I do want to share one little technique with you with regards to controlling thoughts and emotions. I'll share two techniques. One is very simple. It happened to me. I'm in the kitchen and I'm experiencing sadness because I can feel it. Number one, you've got to label the emotion. Get to know clearly what emotion you're feeling. You're not just feeling blah. You're feeling something else. Perhaps you're feeling sad, depressed, hopeless, helpless, afraid, anxious, apathetic, but label the emotion because it has less power over you. Once you label it, it's no longer you. You're starting to separate it from you. Then I say, I notice I'm feeling sad or I notice I'm experiencing sadness. Hmm, that's interesting. So see what I did? I labeled it. I recognize that I'm feeling that. I'm experiencing that, but but I'm separating myself. I notice that I'm feeling sad. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't react to it and go, more sadness, What I did was I said, hmm, that's interesting, as if I'm a research scientist who's now saying, hmm, I wonder what that is. We should explore that. So then I say, why is that? Why am I noticing that I'm experiencing sadness? Why was I experiencing sadness? I might even put it in the past. And then the memories come up. And then I go, oh, I know why. Because I'm not able to go and do this. And then I can deal with the actual issue. Rather than just feeling sad and either crying and not even knowing why you're crying, So you've labeled the emotion, you've separated yourself from it, you've become the observer. Hmm. By becoming the observer and distancing and disassociating, you can now control it. The second technique, which is a great technique for all of you to um, practice at home, and if we want to do it, but you've got to tell me if we've got time to do this, is to coach yourself in the third person. That's 
you might already be doing that. Great. And that's much more effective than saying, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm not sad. But if you're coaching yourself and you're saying, so it's Sean saying, Sean, you're okay. You have this talent and that talent. You're very smart. You're very caring. You're sincere. You're clear. You're articulate. You're intelligent. You have a passion. You have a purpose. You really want to help. It comes through in your podcasts. Well done. Keep going. When you say that to yourself, it's more powerful than saying, I am intelligent, I'm smart, I'm a great podcaster, I really, it's much more powerful because your identity and concept was first and foremost formed by your parents and other people saying things about you to you. And when, if Chris gives you a compliment, that has a big, that affects you. Whether you receive it or not, it doesn't matter. You stand back versus if you give yourself a compliment. Yeah, wow, holy smokes. Your person is really powerful. I think uh, I, th- I think at this point uh, y- you might want to pause or just rewind like fifteen <laughs> yes. minutes and re-listen to that and and make notes on your phone, dear dear listener, because th- that's what this podcast is dedicated to: is to give people tools, give them solutions, give them techniques, so that because we're not taught this stuff in school, we're not taught this stuff by our parents, you know. And, and if you don't know what to do with that sadness that you're feeling, um, it just builds and it morphs and it changes into anger and it disrupts your sleep and makes you an asshole and, um, (laughs) you know, affects your, your, your income and your quality of life. So, oh man, that's, there's so much great stuff in there, Patrick. Thank you for, thank you for sharing all of that. Um, one thing I'm going to, I'm going to add, I'd like to add just, just a couple of things. Um, it, do you, I, I, it's one of the reasons that I love my friendship with Patrick because we have that he shares with me that kind of stuff on a regular basis. So I'm I'm very blessed to have him as a friend. So uh, I want to share that. One thing he says in the book, and and one thing just to add to this, yes, go back and rewind and listen to it because that's kind of off the cuff and directly you know directly from Patrick on this podcast. Also, we're going to give you a link where uh, you can download and listen to Neutralize the Seven Emotions that are holding you hostage right now. And he covers all of that stuff, right? And how to deal with those individual seven emotions. And one thing he didn't kind of emphasize today that, that I think is really important is you notice that you're feeling sad. It's okay to feel sad. I think there's a lot of, and, and, and it's more along the lines of, you know, I'm a good po- podcaster, I'm a good person. When you're kind of forcing that, you tend to also force denial of the emotions, right? Like, oh, I'm not sad, I'm, I gotta be happy, right? And I think it's important to accept that it's okay to feel sad. Like you can be very successful and have sad moments. You can be very successful and have moments where you doubt yourself. Accept those, and then what are you gonna do about them? Do you dwell on them? And again, Patrick really jump, jumps into this in, in the audiobook and the meditation files, just phenomenal for relaxing and getting into a, a great state. I can tell you, uh, it, it, it actually helped me. Uh, I w- I've, I've had one migraine this year. I used to get four or five migraines every, uh, every year. I had one migraine this year. I started listening to that and, and it was gone. Mm. So uh, just pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, abil- the ability to, yeah, that, that, that's really important. And I'm, I'm really glad that you kind of went back uh, to acknowledge that because, um, you know, spiritual bypassing is a thing. And especially for really high performing people, who hard charge, you know, the same people that are not sleeping very well, you know, um, you know, Sean is feeling the sad, 
okay, it's gone. Okay, now I'm going to go back to work and keep hustling and keep grinding and, and, and doing my thing um, um, to acknowledge that it's okay to give yourself time and space to actually feel into those emotions is, 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 is super important. Now, you don't need to set up your tent there and live there for the rest of the day or the rest of the week in that emotion, especially if it's, if it's, um, uh, if it's going to be de- detrimental to your relationships. You know, I, 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 I've, I've been sharing this um, uh, NLP technique um, called the STOP method on the podcast for a while. That, is, that employs a classic like pattern interrupt um, to, to sort of rewire um, negative emotions. But tools, tools, man, we need tools, we need solutions, we need new ideas that can help us be our best. And, uh, and now's the time. Now's the time to, to really, I mean, as, as, as a coach, as a life coach, uh, business is booming. And I'm sad about it. I'm sad. Sean is feeling the sad. Because people are really hurting, they're really in, they really are in need of, of, of help and assistance. Um, but we we have to have solutions and have a plan going forward. And if you can take care of your body, if you can take care of your your mind, the, the you know the four areas: the mental, emotional, uh, physical, and spiritual. Um, just like you mentioned, Patrick, that's 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 important stuff. And I and and there's you know ten thousand people that are going, oh my gosh, yeah, there really are four areas that's that's i like i like that i like the way that that sounds so so where do we where do we go from here guys um you know you 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 guys have have put a put a bunch of extra time um let's 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 navigate toward how uh my vital c and just pours um nice juice into this mct or or olive oil into this and amplifies this these tools and this work uh uh, for, for, for and, and everybody that's listening, many of the people that are listening to this have heard you before and they've, and they've, uh, and many of them have actually bought the product and take it, you know, uh, every day. Um, yeah. what, what has, what has evolved and changed in the application of my vital C? What have you been hearing from people? What's the feedback that you've gotten and, and, and how does it tie into sleep? Well, uh, let me just first add, uh, no avocado and coffee. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that out again. It doesn't make a delicious coffee at all. (laughs) Um, and, and I'd like, if it's okay with you, I want to talk, Patrick, uh, really we're on this kind of, uh, press trip, uh, to give as much value as we can. And I'm definitely, I know my product gives value. I want to jump into that. Patrick gave a lot of kind of practical tips and you've got that audio book that you can get. I really want to give you, uh, some, some good sleep hygiene tips. Uh, and I don't know if you've covered sleep hygiene on your podcast. Maybe it's kind of come up here and there. Uh, actually, I'd be very interested also to hear the what the NLP stop uh, technique is. I, I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. And Patrick and I talk a lot about NLP stuff and and and, and NLP can do some really amazing things. Um, in terms of sleep hygiene, right, that's a fancy name for uh, those practices and rituals that you have related to sleep to help you get to sleep. The more regimented you are, really about everything, the more successful you are. Um, and specifically, it applies to sleep. So the more uh, habits that you have, the more rituals that you have related to sleep, uh, the better that you that you can sleep. And there's some practical things. I want to talk about three of them. Uh, one of them is related to naps. Uh, if you, uh, you know, a lot of people are at home uh, for the pandemic and maybe they're eating their lunch on their couch and they never did that before. And they happen to be taking naps when they never really had the opportunity because they were in an office. Uh, first, 
Know that naps are really good. The data is absolutely clear. You want better cognitive capabilities in the latter part of the afternoon. A 20 minute nap is really like the ideal length. So if you're gonna take a nap, make sure that you time it, right? Make sure that you don't let yourself sleep more than 30 minutes. If you get a nap that's more than 30 minutes, it's actually gonna interrupt your, um, uh, man, the word just is your, what is it? Rhythms. Circadian, yeah, it's going to it's going to interrupt your circadian rhythm. So the circadian rhythm, thank you, Patrick. The circadian rhythm is that thing that ties your body and whether you're awake and alert or kind of slowing down and going to sleep with the sunrise and the sunset. Sunset. So the sun's rising uh, and you're actually kind of becoming more alert, uh, and then the sun is setting and you're actually becoming less alert and and getting ready to sleep. If you get more than a 30 minute nap, it'll actually interrupt that circadian rhythm. So uh, make sure it's not more than 30 minutes. Also, make sure you're not taking a nap after 4 p.m. So if you have this desire, it's after four and you want to take that 20 minute nap, again, 20 minutes ideal, no more than 30, um, figure something else to do because that can also mess with your circadian rhythm. So make sure they're 20 minutes, make sure that they're before 4 p.m. Uh, and that'll that'll maximize the value of a nap and, and take them because they're really valuable. The next thing that I wanna kind of share with you, uh, we all have these, right? We all have these electronic devices. We've got cell phones, we've got tablets, we've got computers. And what a lot of people don't realize is that those devices emit blue light. And maybe you do, right? You've got blue images on your screen. So obviously blue light is coming from the screen. Maybe you don't realize that blue light actually tricks our brain into believing it's the middle of the day, right? So when you're outside and you're exposed to sunlight, the middle of the day is when you get the most blue light. So when you're looking at these devices that are unfiltered and have blue light coming at you, you actually trick your brain into thinking that it's the middle of the day. Again, for that sunrise to sunset circadian rhythm, uh, it's not gonna be a good thing to convince yourself or your body to believe that it's the middle of the day. Most Can devices have a blue, yes. Chris's point is so powerful that think of this, how many times at night mm. you've started working on the computer and you look at the clock and it's midnight and you feel wide awake. Yeah. Because of the blue light. Yeah. yeah. Blue, blue, uh, blue Blocks is, uh, is a longtime sponsor of, of this podcast. And, and it, so people know, yeah. people know how important that is. Wearing, you know, wearing blue blocking glasses at night after the sun goes down is pretty central. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think blue blocking and you, I would even recommend that you start putting those blue blockers on two hours before the sun actually sets wherever you're at. Right. Because you don't you don't want like as the sun is setting and it's actually natural sunlight is creating less and less blue light. You don't want, again, being connected to those devices to actually have them emitting it. So, yes, get those blue light blockers. I think that's really important because they can actually you know, you've got LED lights, you've got um, fluorescent lights. Those are giving off blue lights to have those uh, blue blocker glasses is a, is a great idea. Um, and something that you might be able to do today, most of these devices actually have a blue light filter and you can turn on that blue light filter. And I recommend you actually turn that on again about two hours prior to the sunset in your local time. I know Patrick, uh, those pictures that are behind him, he actually took those pictures and kind of worked some of those pictures. When he's working on pictures, his blue light filter is off, right, for picture accuracy. But he leaves his blue light filter on his computer, on his uh, phone, on his tablet, 
on all day, yeah. right? So that there's no interference from from that. Yeah, you can, um, you can set that up on your phone. And just a, just a quick thing because I've dorked yeah. out really long and hard on this on this topic. So the so the so the red filter, whether you're using Flux or whatever on your screen, it helps a little bit, but it actually yeah. doesn't. It doesn't it doesn't uh, remove that 400 to 550 nanometer spectrum, which is blue and green. It, it right. diminishes it a little bit outside of that spectrum. But even if you switch, you know, if you, like I've got on my phone, I've got a, a triple click thing where color filters comes up and I click color filters and everything switches to red. Uh, but even then they've done some research on that and it shows that it actually doesn't, it doesn't actually block out the blue and green, like, like you think it does. And even if you lower, uh, the brightness on your phone, it still, it still can emit. And so I guess like the, I guess the key, the key there is how about you just not look at screens for, right. For a couple hours before you go yeah. to bed. Right. Yeah. Right. Then, like, just, man, you're, are you, did you read my, my show notes? Yeah. <laughs> just cut it out. Yeah. The next, the next tip is like, let's, let's do, let's do one better than not use your device two hours. Let's make sure it's not next to your bed. Cause a lot of people are in the habit of like, I'm going to charge it. Maybe it's my alarm. And so what, how can I survive without my cell phone next to my bed? Well, get an alarm clock, right? Just get a regular yeah. old alarm clock uh, and keep your phone like a charging station outside of your bedroom, down in the kitchen, wherever it may be so that it's farther away from you. So about two hours before you're going to sleep, you're turning these devices off uh, and maybe reconnecting with the family, maybe reading a book, you know, some old school uh, actual paper uh, that will positively impact your, uh, your circadian rhythm and your ability to get sleep. Well, and, and, to, and, the, and to your point yeah. too, you know, again, not to show off, but um, you can you can get EMF blocking devices that so that you're not cooking your brain and radiating yourself uh, all night when you're going to sleep. Like these these uh, these headphones here from Defender Shield um, are are no EMF headphones. So this is actually a a tube of air that's going into my ear rather than a wire, so that I'm not being extra radiated so like those earbuds that people wear at night that are wireless and bluetooth connected you're basically sticking microwaves into your head and you know zapping your brain every single night like i, I think a lot of if you know i'm a canary now if I've, I've done so much biohacking over the years i've been so uh, my interoception is so sensitive now like i I've, i know what's going on in my body so like if, if the Wi-Fi is left on at night at my house, like I can tell, I can feel it. So when we moved out here to my new place, uh, we made sure that we can accessibly like turn off Wi-Fi every single night. We switched all of the lights from LED to incandescent. So my entire house has incandescent. I'm hardwired into the ethernet to avoid the Wi-Fi. And, and that's it's expensive, you know, um, laborious sort of things. But but you never know which thing is screwing with you. You know, maybe you're really sensitive to light, or maybe you're really sensitive to EMF. But you you you, you got to kind of account for all of those things. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I had to like. Oh, that's good. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, keep going. <laughs> no, that's that's really good. I so I actually wasn't aware of the kind of tube and earbuds that you're talking from from Defender Shield. That's a really smart and cool concept. I'm a mechanical engineer by education, so I'm like, oh, like the airwaves are going up. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the the last tip, right? So we've got nap 
and then we've got electronics. And then the last one is related to alcohol. So you may be optimized and you may not be drinking at all. If you are drinking, a lot of people believe that if you have a drink right before one or two, right before you go to sleep, that it can cause you to go to sleep faster. And the problem is, 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 is that as it's a sedative and it will knock you out, um, it's actually detrimental for sleep. And in, in that book, uh, Why We Sleep, phenomenal book, scariest book you'll ever read on sleep. Uh, hopefully it gets you out of the mindset of, I think as a society, we're like, oh, sleep is really, really good. Like I have this concept in, unless there's something else to do. And then, you know, it's less important. That book should scare you straight and scare you to like, hey, I really need to get my nap. I need to get my uh, seven and a half to nine hours of sleep opportunity every night so that I'm getting my REM and NREM sleep. The thing with alcohol, and it's actually very similar to the uh, the $2 billion sleep aid industry, these prescription drugs that doctors will prescribe, they do knock you out. They do, when you wake up, cause you to not desire more sleep. So you actually feel rested because you're not desiring sleep because they've actually relieved the chemical uh, uh, denison from your body. Um, but they're not allowing you to get your REM or your NREM sleep. And when they're not doing that, they're not getting that healing that Patrick was talking about at the beginning of this podcast. You're not really taking the best possible medicine that you could, which is great sleep, great healing sleep. Uh, and so what's interesting is that it, that's the opposite of my vital C. Like most of our testimonials are you take the product in the morning, you get mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. The opposite again of taking it that night and then knocking yourself out not getting REM sleep, not getting in REM sleep, and then waking up uh, with with this, you know, with a lack of desire for sleep, but not having had the restorative sleep that you really that you really need. And and I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast that we were on before the Aura Ring and the study that we're doing. Uh, I actually sat down and met with the guy who's coordinating that study now. Uh, it's going slow. COVID has like totally, as you know, slowed down everything. But we're trying to get that picked up and get enough people through that uh, program. And you know, the first couple of people through the program. Uh, are, yeah, I think the, the, the best testimonial is their lifelong customer. So yeah. that's, that's a great example. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I can speak directly and, and Patrick, I know that you have something to jump on there. I can speak directly to the fact that the, my, my vital C has helped my sleep. And, and I, and I, again, like I'm dialed, I'm, I'm obsessive kind of about, about protecting my sleep and I have two small kids and, you know, uh, tons of shit to do. So I'm, 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 I'm really militant about protecting my sleep. And what I felt was a deep, uh, a, a higher quality of sleep. Like I felt, I woke up feeling more revitalized, more rejuvenated just in the first like four or five days of, of taking it. And I haven't stopped since. So Patrick, what were you going to add to that? I was going to ask you actually how it affected your sleep. Oh, That's well, what... there you go. Yeah, you know, it, 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 I, again, he read our show notes. He's yeah. just like cutting ahead. He, that, that's how good a podcaster. I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for <laughs> me, the other thing I, yeah. I wanted to say was to be aware of there's a, this because I know this from experience working with clients who are on Ambien as as a sleep aid. And two things: one client would wake up in the middle of the night, walk around the apartment or the house make herself a sandwich completely naked, go back to sleep and she had no recollection. And when her, her husband would tell her or even her kids would tell her that that's what she was doing, she had no recollection of it. Jack Nicholson warned Heath Ledger, do not take Ambien, stay away from Ambien, because one day he woke up and he found himself on driving along the Pacific Coast Highway 
almost driving off the cliff of Malibu. The third thing I will say is that in science, they're also in, in medical research, they're also using Ambien, wait for this, to help revive people who are in states of a coma. Whoa, that, oh my God, that should tell you something. So even though some of these drugs that we think are designed to do this can also have the opposite effect. When I worked in a rehab clinic in Malibu, the consulting psychiatrist would you know, welcome every patient and look at what they are on as soon as they came in. One time I went, went to him and I said, listen, I've got a client who's experiencing anxiety, but it's gonna be hard for me to work with him because he's on this drug. And he said, what's the drug? And I told him, I don't remember what it was. And he said, oh, well, that drug can cause anxiety. I said, wait a minute. He's on the drug because it's supposed to be anti-anxiety. Yes, but it can also cause anxiety. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> this doesn't even make any sense because none of it is, is even, it doesn't even fit into science. Hmm. You can't properly duplicate it. If it can do the opposite of it, how can you tell me? It's just bizarre. It's not even worth that. It's just bizarre. <laughs> so I'm saying you've got to be careful with that sort of stuff. Because Chris made the point, it's a sedative. It's dealing with the symptom and it's creating all these other bad side effects and it's not healing you. Get to the root cause of your issue. What are you doing physically? Are you meditating? Are you doing deep breathing? What are you feeding your body? Are you using my vital C? What are you doing mentally? What are your hobbies? What are your thoughts? What are your passions? Emotionally, what are you experiencing? How are you relating to people? That's the emotional component. How do you relate to yourself? What's your self-image, self-concept? What's your identity? The spiritual component isn't necessarily about going to church or belonging to a specific denomination or religion. It's about are you living from your heart? How are you contributing? And if you happen to believe in a higher power, how are you using that to make a positive difference? So for me, spirituality, and it comes from, you know, to think about being inspired to come from spirit, it's really about how am I making a difference? How am I living from my heart rather than from my greed of trying to get more for myself? How am I connecting with people? How am I making a positive difference? Yeah, that's, 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 a, really, that's a really great reminder. That's a really high-level um, view of those four categories. And, and you've broken them down in a, in a way that I don't hear very frequently, spoken like a true... Uh, expert in human behavior. <laughs> um, I'm gonna raise, but I don't know who to ask. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's you know, a spiritual question. Yeah, that is, right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, what are you hoping? What are you hoping this the, this product? Because we we focused we focused on um, the the ebook, right? We focused on on audio on the audio book. Um, and looking at it, you know, it's about an hour and a half. Um, With actionable steps, Sean, very important to remind people, it's not, I'm not lecturing at you. I'm actually giving you actionable steps for each emotion. There's a couple of transformational exercises. One of them is about sitting down and reevaluating your core values. What's important to you? What are your standards? What are your principles? What do you live for? What are the one, two, or three things that you couldn't live without? Mm. Other than, say, your husband or your wife, what is the one thing that you would never want anyone to take away from you? Because that's usually one of your core values. Might be your freedom, might be your health, might be your passion, your purpose. What are the things that bring meaning to your life? Sit down and reevaluate your core values because whether the pandemic is this or that, 
it still, as everything is, is an opportunity to reevaluate and redirect yourself, to re-guide yourself. I've gotten a lot of benefit as a result of the pandemic. There's been a lot of losses, particularly in terms of my big corporate work, because it may not come back for a short while or for a long while. And yes, I've gotten a lot of new clients, but I also got a lot of benefit because I was forced to do the very same thing I'm encouraging people to do. Once again, sit back and say, how am I living my life? And it's not that I'm going to change what I'm doing, but there's other aspects of my life that I said, I am going to change this. I am going to look at this relationship. I'm going to look at who do I still need to forgive? What do I need to let go of? So there's a lot, there's a couple of core transformational exercises in the audiobook, and then there's a guided meditation, very easy to listen to. You can fall asleep to it. Uh, you can use it in the morning. And it, it just gives you it gives you wonderful suggestions and wonderful guided imagery. You put that together with something like my vital C, and then you're really empowered to deal with what's happening and to take and to actually embrace this opportunity and to turn it into something better. Yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a better emotional state now than I was before the, the pandemic, but I went through hell to get there. It wasn't easy, but I got there. And yes, I'm always going to have until I fully release it, a sense of sadness, or at least a, a place in my heart where I say those workshops I did for, for shell and for orange theory fitness, will always be great memories. There'll always be something for which I'm grateful. Because with sadness, you're sad because you lost this, you gotta start focusing on what you got left and what else you can build and create. It's, it keeps coming up for, for, for me in my practice and it keeps coming up with guests on the podcast. It's like, okay, like some of this shit's out of your control. So what are you going to do to to uh, uh, affect your life now going forward? What, what, are you, what sort of skills are you going to develop? What sort of resilience are you going to develop? How are you going to strengthen, fortify, detoxify your body? What habits are you going to create during this time so that when the dust settles, which it may be six months, it may be 18 months, it may be longer, There's, we don't know. But whatever you're doing now is going to set the tone for the next steps afterward. And, and for a lot of people, that is, that's really scary and they don't know where to go from here and they're not sure, they're, 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 they're afraid of taking risks and they're in this sort of you know, lacking sort of mindset. And, and for others, you know, obviously like, like you two gentlemen and myself and, and, and a lot of the guests that I've had, it's like, no, I'm going to get leaner. I'm going to get meaner. I'm going to be more rested. I'm going to be more focused so that, you know, two, three years now down the road, I can look back and say, oh man, I seized an opportunity to really drastically improve. And what we're talking about here, what you guys are talking about here are sort of meta skills, meta applications, right? Uh, things that will affect everything, right? Your attitude affects all the aspects of your life. And a product like ESS60, a product like My Vital C, can affect every, every part of your biological system. And when you combine those two with focus and intention and some meditation and some other you know, solid lifestyle habits, man, in, in a few months, you're gonna be way better off than you were if you had just kind of sat back and coasted and waited for somebody else to, 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 to tell you what to do or wait, you know? So 
this has been a really fascinating conversation. I, I don't, I don't want to, um, I want to make sure that you, if there's, if there's some, well, I have a final question that Chris has heard before that Patrick has never heard. Um, so I, I do want to ask one more question. Um, but before I do, is there anything that I missed out that I, that I forgot to ask or anything that you guys want to add? Well, well I've got two points yeah, go very quickly. One is you've got to be pliable, flexible, and adaptable at this time. When you talked about meta skills, that's a skill you have to have in your toolbox as part of your part of your being to be flexible, pliable, and adaptable. To be like the palm tree in the wind, it sways. It has to be a ridiculously strong wind. It has to be a Category Five hurricane to rip up that palm tree. But meanwhile, it sways and it's really grounded. So think of it that way. Number two, it's in the audio book, but I want to say it right now. One of the things that we haven't mentioned is the significance of a social support mm. net. You've got to have people around you to, with whom you can lean on me, depend on, ask for help, ask for support. Don't be the arrogant, um, self-fooling person who says, I don't need anyone because you do need everyone. And true strength comes in vulnerability. Only a person that's really strong says, I need help. Mm. I'm falling over here. The person that says I don't is being is being fake. And if you really believe in yourself, then you're willing to say, yeah, help me. Because that's how you form those lifelong bonds. And if you think about your you know, friends you grew up with, how did you form bonds? It's that someone helped the other. If you think about that spiritual, um, it's called footsteps or footprints in the sand. And there's four footprints, then there's two, then there's four, then there's two. And you go, how is that possible? Well, because, and in this, in the case of footprints in the sand, it's, you know, you're walking with God. And then at one stage, God lifts you up because you can't walk and then puts you back. And then there's four of you. I say, apply it to your life with you and a friend, you and a partner. There are times that you support your partner. And there are times when your partner supports you. And then there's times when you're just able to walk together and coast. Hmm. Ask for help and support because you need it. Don't wait until you're in hospital to ask for it. Well said. And, and, and what I, what I want to kind of add, because some of the people who are listening to this podcast may not know anything about ESS-60 and My Vital C. Um, the long and short of that is uh, I've been manufacturing a molecule. And if you're watching, like this is a model of the molecule. It's a, a buckyball. It's got 60 carbon atoms in it. And in the, the guys who discovered it won the Nobel Prize for it. So it's Nobel Prize winning chemistry. And in 2012, they published the results uh, of, of a toxicity study for various reasons. They actually thought it would be toxic. And instead of being toxic, those rats that they gave the My Vital C formula to lived 90% longer than the control group. They also died without tumors and go back and listen to the podcast that I was on because we really dive into this. It's kind of a fascinating story about the Nobel Prize, this toxicity study, and then all the results, positive results that people are getting getting from it. Um, and we're, I, I think now let's give out the link, right? Let's, we'll give out the link and I can kind of guide people what they can find there. Yeah. Um, you can go to myvitalc.com forward slash optimal performance. 
and that'll get you directly to uh, the neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage and also the guided meditation, overcome fear and anxiety and enjoy peace of mind. Uh, they're free. You don't need to give an email. Patrick and I decided this early on, like this is a gift. Uh, you can actually listen to it right, live right there on that webpage or you can actually download it uh, and take it to any device. You'll also find two other links on that page. One of them is to, to Patrick Wannis's website. So Patrick's website, patrickwannis.com. Um, I'd encourage you to do two things there. One of them is get on his newsletter. So the kind of the wisdom that you experience today comes out weekly in a newsletter that he writes. It's actually phenomenal. Uh, obviously, you need to give your email for that one. Uh, and also, he has a process called SRTT, Subconscious Rapid Transformation Technique. Um, if you had a sense while listening to him today that that he might be able to help you with whatever challenge you're having um then then reach out to him he does just one sessions uh, he's not he's not like hey get you on the books once a week it's like hey let's deal with one issue uh and then get back to life you'll also find a link to our uh homepage myvitalc.com there you can find our product you can get bottles of our product uh, or you can get it on subscription. There's a 25% discount on subscription. Uh, so make sure that you take advantage of that. You can cancel that at any time. And by using that link, actually, uh, we're, we'll be supporting Sean's show here. Uh, so go use that link, make your purchase, and then uh, we'll, we'll take care of Sean uh, on the back end to make sure he can keep this show going. Awesome. Love that. I, I, I'll, I'll now jump into my two cents on, on my vital C. I, there's, there's not that many products that I take every day. Um, there's really not. Um, and, and I take, I mean, I've taken it all right here with me. I'm looking at seven different things, continuous glucose monitors. I have a freaking <laughs> I have a penis product that I've just been sent to experiment with, which is something <laughs> that I, that I've, uh, I have not dipped into. You know, I, I, I try all of these, <laughs> I try I've all not- of these What's that? That's an interesting term. I've been sent a penis product that I haven't yet dipped into. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I, I think that's a quote for a testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I, 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 I tinker. I, I have. I, I take a bunch of different stuff, and there's not. There's there's really only a couple of products that I take every single day, and one of those is my Vital C, and it, I, I feel stronger. I'm. I have leaner muscle mass. I have deeper sleep. Um, when I first took it, my allergies were not as bad or extreme as they, as they were, um, in high allergy season. Since I've moved here, I've been under a ton amount of, a a bunch of stress, um, uh, improvement projects in in the home, you know, demolition and and renovation projects in the home and two small kids and you know, when, but I'm, I'm busy and I need the best stuff so that I can be my best, so that I can serve my purpose every single day. And my vital C is, uh, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a vital uh, portion of that, of that daily. So I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very appreciative of the product that you've created. Um, I love the MCT product, the olive oil. I just, like I said, I just chug it you know, out of the bottle in the morning. And then uh, you, know, you teased, last time we spoke, you teased me with another product that I'm, that I'm, that I'm gonna be really interested to experiment with. And um, we'll just have to leave it there so that people can uh, be wondering what that is. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's yeah. like, it's, it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna ask Patrick this one because Chris, you've had a crack at this question before. This is a fill in the blank question, Patrick. And this can be, you know, regarding any, any area of expertise that you have. Uh, and it's a fill in the blank and, and take as long as you'd like to, to answer it. Uh, 
everyone would benefit from knowing that you can set yourself free from the past and that you can change the way that you think and feel and the way that you were programmed so that you can uncover your real self and live life to its fullest. Ooh, chills. <laughs> Patrick, Chris, thank you guys for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Sean, I've got to say one more thing. I forgot to say, Sean, you've asked some great questions. Yes. <laughs> yes. Some great questions. But, but above all, thank you for just letting me talk. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Awesome. That was great, guys. And just a quick mention, a couple of quick mentions before we sign off. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Serotonin Brain Food. If you have never taken Serotonin Brain Food, uh, y'all should get some because it supports a positive mood. Uh, I think we could all benefit from a positive mood. I've been taking this recently in the afternoons, kind of near towards the end of my workday when I feel like I am maybe a little wired and need to begin to calm down a little bit. Um, natural stacks makes this product and, uh, it's got vitamin B3 in it, uh, niacinamide, magnesium, zinc, L-tryptophan, rhodiola extract. And, uh, it is really inc incredible. You know, natural stacks makes, uh, open source supplements. They make, uh, uh, ingredient trace ingredient traceability. So you know where the stuff comes from. This is the bombs. This is the bomb shit. It is the bomb shit. Uh, it, it helps you maintain a healthy appetite and digestion. This is an incredible product. Uh, there's there's four products in the brain food line. There's serotonin brain food, GABA, acetylcholine, and dopamine. They're all awesome, but for right now, um, when I sort of need a positive mood sometimes, this helps. And it's not habit-forming. It's formulated to be taken every day if you want it. Uh, it's killer. So go to natural, naturalstacks.com and use the code OPP20 for 20% off your first online order. While you're there, you should pick up some vitamin D3 because it's getting into the fall and we all need sunshine to protect our immune systems. So go and get you some. Go and get you some. Get some serotonin brain food. You will love it. It is a really popular product because it works like crazy. So later, see you on the internet.